Welcome one and all to the Dark Hollow Podcast. I'm your host, Phil. Here with me as always, Papa Joe. Hello, hello. And Rachel and Becca. Hoi. Hello. How are y'all? Oh, doing well, doing well. Ladies, how have we been? Good. Good. Excellent. Good. Hope all you listeners are well out there. So what do we have for tonight, Joe? Um, well, I think Becca's going to have some... Uh, some fun stories. Um, I know uh, we normally at this point talk about the news a little bit. Kind of was a slow, seemed like a slow week in uh, paranormal news. I mean, it, <laughs> usually at this point, a few people have faked some UFO videos and somehow that made national acclaim, but nothing really. Uh, you know, on the UFO thing, the UFO Daily on, uh, or UFOs Daily on Instagram posts some good stuff, but there wasn't really a whole lot this week that I, that I popped yeah. upon. Yeah, well, it's but uh, intergalactic Christmas. There is, <laughs> there is something that's going to haunt people's freezers. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so, uh, apparently, uh, a week ago or so, or maybe a little more, was Nas- National Ranch Day, uh, which I didn't even know was a thing. But apparently, Ooh. there's a day now to celebrate and across the nation. Wait, and we're not Why? talking like like no, people not like raising ranchers, livestock, like ranch dressing, dressing. Ugh. God. So, in okay. accordance with that, <laughs> National <laughs> Ranch Day, like we have reached that point. In our uh, there's a National Everything Day. It's, there's Donut Day, Hot Dog say, Day. They got a calendar that has like every single day is a national day to something. Oh God, who but makes ranch this up? Not be, I don't know. Is so there like a know. committee? Because I feel like We're if there's not, we could become that committee, and then people <laughs> would have to pay us. We are not even to the scary part yet. There's a Brooklyn-based ice cream parlor, uh, Van Leeuwen. That has come out with they a sound hidden, evil. hidden Valley Ranch. They are evil. Ice cream. They Ugh. are evil. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, you can haunt your freezer Ugh. with some like who ice cream from the valley. Just, just real quick though, valley. I want to know who out there has actually tried it. Okay, and so I, I I'm gonna level to with know. you right now. I've tried it. <laughs> Did you? So we have a lieutenant at work that loves ice cream, and I just thought it would be funny if I bought it and then wrote his number on it and put it in the freezer. And it just so happened that I worked with him yesterday. (laughs) And he opens the freezer and he says, oh, gross, somebody bought this ranch ice cream. Oh, what the hell? It has my number on it. (laughs) (laughs) Did he try it? So we tried it. It's terrible. Like, does it taste like ranch? It tastes exactly like ranch. Well, you know what? I don't. It I, tastes like if, okay. if you who were is... to mix a ranch packet in with a French vanilla ice cream. That's, oh, that's what it tastes like. Okay, so but it tastes just like ranch. What I don't it's, even eat What I don't understand Ooh, is pizza it's not, a la mode. No, but it's not <laughs> like on your pizza. it's not like you're <laughs> dipping a pizza in ranch. People like to do that, or blue cheese, or whatever it is that people eat ranch with. I'm not really I love a big blue cheese, but I'm not a really a big ranch fan, anyways. But I know people do like chicken fingers or whatever they do ranch on it. But it's not like where they have something weird, like you have chips that are flavored like French fries or they're flavored. It's not like that. Or like, oh, these are potato <laughs> chips with, with a ranch <laughs> hinge. Hang on. <laughs> potato chips that taste like French fries. They're yeah, they have potatoes. Like, yeah, but they have them. They have them that taste like they're yeah. like those like curly, curly fries. fries and shit. Okay, but so what like I mean is, but what I mean is, <laughs> right. I also I also like ketchup on French fries. At no point have I bought ice cream that is flavored like ketchup. I yeah, prefer mayonnaise fair. on my French fries. 
and your ice cream. Oh, you're a terrorist. You're, I, you're an absolute terrorist. <laughs> One of my favorite things is Rocky Road ice cream mixed with mayo. Stop what it. Of course I'm fucking you? lying. Are you, I am not a psychopath. That is horrible. The way you said like, it was so believable. Th- listen, nobody, if you are eating ranch. Man, you sold that. If you, you are eating, listen, it. we're about to lose any sponsorship we had from Van Delay Industries or whatever. But I'm telling you right now, like, if you are eating ranch ice cream. I, I'm not even gonna finish this. Did you like what the fuck? Who Did you, do? you at least dip some cauliflower in there? Or no, some we d- we didn't try vegetables. Could you imagine that? It's still be in the freezer, so thing. maybe I'll bring them bag of carrots or something. That's gonna be their next Edgy thing. They're gonna put cream. chunks of hot fudge on it. Oh, we could do a carrot. Ranch dressing, ice cream. Uh, no, milkshake. you're missing out. What if you did a ranch ice cream like brownie sundae? Ew. Just a oh, chocolate no. brownie underneath ranch ice cream, <laughs> covered in hot fudge, nuts, and a ch- whipped cream and cherry on top. I'm deeply. Well, show's over. <laughs> I'm deeply disturbed by this, and well, if, uh, if what we've already said has it. If what we have already said tonight doesn't absolutely terrify you, then there's nothing oh. that we can tell you that you're going to be interested in. God, that's oh horrible. God. I just don't even understand where people come up. Like, I don't know. It's I, supposed I, to be a condiment. It's supposed to be something that lightly flavors something else, not like... Well, it's There's terrifying. There's some crazy diehard ranch lovers, though. And you can, I, you can I now find that. it in the freezer yeah. section at your local grocery store. Oh, no. Is this like a limited time only thing? I'm assuming. Or? I can't I'm imagine sure that once the demand for ranch-flavored <laughs> ice cream is that much that they Once everybody's tried it once and thrown up like, in their mouths, disgusting. I'm sure nobody else is going to buy it. Are they going to put right. it in the graveyard like Ben and Jerry's does with their ice cream? Ben and Jerry's put stuff in that graveyard. There's an they ice cream graveyard. Ice yes. cream graveyards. I wish I was an ice cream necromancer. I was gonna <laughs> say like <laughs> I would raise it from the dead and be like, "What are yeah. you eating?" It's spooky Rocky Road. Ooh, spooky Ooh, panda paws. This is <gasps> haunted panda paws. Ooh. That's it. All right, this big, podcast has got a new ice cream coming out. <laughs> big Bigfoot paws. <gasps> oh, Sasquatch paws. Stop it! We need, we need to call Ben yeah. and Jerry's right now. That would be fantastic. But you know what? That is a that is a perfect perfect lead up yeah. to the stories of tonight. So tonight's digital campfire we're gathering around is uh, Becca's. So uh, oh crackle crackle that's yeah. the sound of the fire. That <laughs> we're, we're going to ASMR too, folks. I, I really thought for a minute yeah. she was like, oh crackle 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 crackle, and they can't see because I you know. Microphones. You but just did. I did the fingers. She did the spirit fingers. Yeah. That, that, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> All right. So this is terrible We're... to anybody watching or listening to this podcast. My apologies. It's this horrifying on this end. I don't know about for you, but. Start so, off strong. So let's go back. <laughs> Only I could hit rewind. So anyways, Becca, crickle crackle uh, around your campfire. Go ahead. <laughs> Take it away. So everybody loves a good Bigfoot story. And as much as I've always loved Bigfoot stories, I just, I don't know, you always hear about them like in Washington or something like on that side. And you never like really think this side. And I definitely for sure never would have thought about New York. I don't know if it's just because I'm here. So I'm just like, no Bigfoot's going to be around me because I don't want to bump into one because they're a lot bigger than me. But, um, you know, it's, it's neat. So my partner told me, he goes, no, there's a Bigfoot in these woods. So, okay, mind you, we're 
where my partner lives he he's got a house that's set back in the woods and he's got about 20 acres and it goes straight back and it's absolutely gorgeous there's trails that go all through it he's got three waterfalls back there it's all huge open like absolutely beautiful it's narnia it's, I was gonna say, where really, have I been? No, the it only really way to get is. there is through, through a the, wardrobe. The wardrobe in the bedroom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, you can't walk around it. There, there's a reason why it's there. There's a lady so. that really likes to give away Turkish delights <laughs> and and ranch ice cream. There is a little <laughs> bridge that has a little critter living under it, but I'm pretty sure it's what are those things that look like little cute bears, but they're small and ferocious. Fishers? Ewoks? No, not Ewoks. What? The fishers? Is that what they are? Fishers. They look like little bears, but like ferret-sized bears, but large. Fishers are just like large weasels. Yeah. Like they're... Yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I, it was that that I saw. A, a troll? It was <laughs> or a troll. <laughs> it never hit me up for money, so I guess we're... Could have okay. been an otter. But... Oh, yeah, we do have those. I haven't seen them back there, but... But, yeah, so anyways, um, it's it's absolutely gorgeous, so it's like I... Wild America, <laughs> the shittiest Wild America episode ever. It looks like, I don't know, some type of a wild bear in the know, water. Like a bear weasel? I, I don't know what the hell it is. It looks like a giant ferret. <laughs> <laughs> There's lots of life back there, right? Sure. So it's, it's just really cool. So I always walk my dog back there and everything, and... Um, there's one section in the woods that has always creeped me out. So it there's a creek that kind of runs up and then it cuts through the back. So you have to you know walk through the creek to get to the other side. And um, there's something about that little barrier where that comes around. I told them I always feel so freaking uncomfortable just popping on the other side. And it's weird because the terrain looks completely different. The woods look completely different. There is only one type of tree back there and it all looks the same. And it's just, it's very odd the way that it's set up. So I've always felt very uncomfortable and it's very much like a, you're being watched Mm. and like mm, you're, you probably shouldn't be back here is the feeling that I always get. So I never really like it. I would only walk my dog to Pretty much the water, let him splash around and be like, okay, time to go back. So um, he goes, no, I, I I saw a Bigfoot back there, I swear to God. And I'm kind of laughing at him. I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> I believe that you believe you saw a Bigfoot. And uh, he was like, no, I swear to God. And I took a picture of it. And everybody who I showed, um, they all said the same thing. They're like, no, that's free Sasquatch for sure. So I was like, okay, what, yeah, all right. I, I believe you. But I've never seen one. Like, I don't know. I've walked back there a bunch. I never, not, not that I think I would really know what I was looking for, but it's, I never thought that I would see like a Bigfoot back there. And so he told me about it. It was, um, oh, let's see, about five or six years ago, kind of in the springtime. So um, he was in the very, very far back. So right, 20 acres, pretty far, all the way to the back. And he said that he felt, weird kind of like being watched and and he saw something out of the corner of his eye and that's when he saw it it was about 50 yards away from him and as soon as he grabbed his phone to take the picture of it he snapped the photo and then you know go to move the phone and just it's gone he doesn't know where it was it just the the word he used was it vanished and so i'm like well something that big and i don't know like so either way it's a cool story and the woods always kind of creep me out So I ended up moving in, in that house for a little while and, uh, had a friend over, Brian was not home, but, uh, our friend Danielle came over and me and her were hanging out and I went to go take Marlo out, go potty. And she came out with me and, um, 
see if I can explain this well for people listening, but, uh, so he's got, you know, the house and then there's a barn, um, just kind of adjacent to that. And then his, he's got this big berm, right? So there's this free space where Marla would go potty and then you can see up this like little steep embankment. And then that embankment comes around the back of the house and then comes up to the back of the barn. So if you walk up the driveway to the right of the barn, you are now up on top of that berm. Right. It goes up because I've been there a a bunch of times. When you go up that hill, just for the sake of explanation, you get up to the top and as that, it's like the barn was built up against this hill. So now you can walk up this, it's not that steep. You just walk up around the, the right side of the barn and it now curves around to the back and is flat there, and it's like you're on the second story the second of level. the barn. Yeah, it's like a second level. But it's so it's a you know like a split level there or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, that's what it so, kind of yeah. looks like with that little berm. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. So and there's like a big fire pit in that big open area and stuff. And so anyway, so uh, me and Danielle are standing out there, and I got Marlo on the leash, and we're just kind of talking. And uh, Danielle's facing me, so her back is you know facing where that berm is. I'm facing her, looking at her, and. All of a sudden, just something caught my eye, and this thing kind of stood straight up, kind of out of the bushes. And I couldn't, it was dark out, it was nighttime, summertime. Um, I didn't know what I was seeing, I just had to kind of stare. And Marlo was acting a little weird, Uh um, which I, not too terribly surprising. I mean, there's woods, there's coyotes that come close to the house, and raccoons or whatever and possums and they kind of come up and around he'll bark at them and they'll run away or whatever but um oh my god i've never heard him bark like this it was scared the ever-living shit out of me it was insane it was one of the meanest and my dog is the biggest baby and this was one of the meanest barks i've ever heard come out of him and he's up on his hind legs standing up i'm pulling him back danielle jumped and she's like what's that about and i'm just watching this thing dead silent that was also the weird thing that I never thought about it until afterwards. Usually you hear crickets, frogs kind of right. going off in the woods or whatever. There was nothing. It Stillness, was silent. Like no, no wind. No No wind. It was a clear night. It, it was a beautiful summer night. Wow. Um, no, no noise. And so, and, and even this thing to stand up out of bushes, you would think that you would hear bushes move, but it was just so weird. So it, it stands up and then kind of turned, like looked at us, didn't, uh, we didn't phase it. And then I just watch it walk across the side and then it just walked to the back of the barn. And then I'm thinking, oh shit, this thing's going to come down the other side of the barn. So I'm like, Danielle, we got to go in the house. And she's like, what, what is he barking? And, and looking at how I was like, I think I just saw a fucking Bigfoot. We got to go. And she was like, <laughs> what? And I was like, we're going in the house. So we go in the house and I texted Brian and I was like, so Danielle's not leaving until you come home. Like I'm not going back outside until you come home. That thing was huge. So the next morning, Brian had some like workout equipment kind of put outside. Um, he had a gym at the top of the barn. And so some of the equipment was kind of moved out and there was this big, I, I don't even know what it is. I don't do it. Was like a, it was like a Smith machine. I mean, it was oh okay. Like it that. was like, like this a, tall, the big frame, you know. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. a tall black frame, and it was huge. Yeah. And um, where this thing came up, I was trying to explain to Brian. I was like, its head was up here, and I was able to kind of jump and like point to it. 
and it was about what do you say? Like, like how high your ceiling? It was. It's like it's about like the seven ceiling and seven and a half, like seven and a half foot. Almost eight feet. Almost eight feet is what the approximate size we're looking at there. Yeah, right. and it was just it just boggled my mind. I was because like, the whole time I'm watching, it, I'm like, what the hell is this? Because I. And, you yeah, and, and just and now I wasn't there, but just for the sake, because I know you guys have never been to, to Brian's, but no. I have. So like the berm that she's explaining, like to be clear, it's not far. Like it, it's not like some grand distance. You said you were standing right by yeah. where you would have parked going in the front door. Yeah. So you're talking about, I mean, this is close enough. Like you could pick up a rock and throw it and hit this. This is, oh yeah, I wouldn't even easily. really have to raise my voice to talk to you. Like no. this is the distance we're talking to the top of this berm. Granted at the height difference, um, foot level, if you were standing on the top of it to where you were standing, it's probably like 12 or 14 feet high. Yeah. But it's not that far of a distance. So for you to not have heard anything, I, I mean. Uh, well, so then yeah. when Especially I walked that over. Size. Right. That's right. what I figured. And yeah. then when I looked over, so we walked over to the frame and I'm like, oh, it walked right in front of this. So I can show you how, like where its head was. And I, I'm standing there and I'm, there's no freaking way it could be in those bushes. I'm talking like, it's not like a bush that it was hiding behind. I'm talking, this is a thicket of um what are those like the wild raspberries okay. and stuff so yep. a, a huge like thorny bushes brambles, yeah. it, it would yeah bramble it would have been stuck in its fur or something like that it seemed like it was there but it wasn't there and i very clearly saw it, even though it was dark out and it's nighttime this thing it was like this color brown like the um at Sorry, people listening. <laughs> I talk with my hands you know, and I'm just one, like, you right know, this thing right here. This you to listen to. No, you all know the, the, the like panel walls, you know, it's, it's the like old the seventies panel. Walls. Yeah, yeah. It was like that color, like that light brown color. And I, 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 I don't know. I just, I couldn't even believe my eyes. And I was like, there's no way I saw what I saw. So I started kind of laughing about it and talking to Brian and Brian's like, I told you. <laughs> did you, i told you he lived back so there. did you ever see the picture that he had i did not okay. no he so has it somewhere I, but it got i have lost. and i know he sent it to me and i i think it was on an older phone i'd, I'd really I cannot, like to see it yeah. i can't yeah. find it i do not have it i've gone back through and i think it's on an old phone and i should probably just try plugging in some of my older phones and seeing if i can find it yeah because um, he couldn't find it either he was so bummed out but i know he sent it to me so it's it's on there um but it was, I mean, so I, I don't want you to think that it was like that, that clear, you couldn't look at the picture and be like, oh yeah, that's a, that's a Bigfoot. But yeah. just knowing this area, knowing Brian as well as I do, I, I know a hundred percent he's not making this up because he right. wouldn't want to delve into that. Yeah. It was just this very, you could see across the field, this completely blackish shape, like man shape mm -hmm. like watching him from at the other end of the field so to give people out there a perspective too we do have bears in this area yeah and you can clearly but, tell it's not a bear yeah like yeah. you can clearly tell like no, i mean it's I, enough, our bears are i was not... close enough i saw the definition of its fucking bicep jesus like and and the other weird part of it too was is it jack and i mean it <laughs> do you even lift i mean yeah. like he it, it's I, I the thing that's so hard to describe <laughs> and i'm like fumbling over yeah, words you're good. so like it was 
I was very close to it. I could see the definition and muscle. However, the details or like fur or anything like that, that all seemed kind of cloudy, like blurry. Well, there's a whole thing there where they talk about, uh, you know more about this, the, the frequency idea. Yeah, the ultra-dimensional thing uh, where <clears throat> they propose that there's amongst dimensions things that ultra-dimensional creatures that kind yeah. of phase in and out. And that's kind of one of the theories with some of these Sasquatch or Bigfoot Which or I other never sightings. heard before until I watched that one show on Discovery Plus. What was it? The Expedition Bigfoot. Which, honestly, out of all the freaking big sh- Bigfoot shows out there, that one is the one that blew me away the most, the stuff that they found. But um, that's when they really started talking about that inter- um, interdimensional and kind of fading in and out and things like that. And I didn't realize that that was a thing. And that very much makes sense to me. Yeah. I, where I it was kind of there, but it kind of wasn't. I mean, how else would it come up from these bushes but make, not move the bushes make and no r- noise. make no noise like go through the brambles like it did without getting tangled up or yeah just uh, stood straight yeah. up and then just <clears throat> walked and, and and it was a slow walk he was not bothered that we were there i almost don't even know if maybe i don't know if it's like a like a weird dimensional thing maybe he wasn't actually there there like the form was there he didn't look phased by us at all. He I was, was taking say, a sweet you, time. Did no it kidding. look like yeah. he was aware that you were there? I mean, it it kind of it kind of turned its head a little bit, but it's not like it turned and looked at us and stared okay. at us. And I'm talking like this dog is like going off on him. You would any other animal or anything would be startled. Would have been or startled like, or looked. This is just no fucks given. Huh? Just walking. See, so yeah, I didn't. Time. I, I didn't realize anything on this. Um, <clears throat> there is a really good uh, read on it. I'm currently working on it. It's called The Eighth Towers by John Keel. Mm-hmm. And it's about ultra-terrestrials and that that whole um, kind of phasing in and phasing out. And that kind of maybe explains why photographs are so hard to come by because or why it doesn't they look really blurry. focus, why everything is always blurry. That's what it seemed. And it was like I was seeing that <clears throat> with my own eyes in real life. That's... And it was blurred. That's you know? crazy. But I could, it was clear enough. I could see the definition of the arms under hair. So just a question. When you're, so you said there's a, a portion out back where the creek crosses through and mm-hmm. you have to, uh, where everything changes, but you said you're uncomfortable there, but the dog will play. Now, I mean, he alerted very much when it was present. Does he act any kind of different out there or is it just like a, when you get close to I that mean, area that's different? <clears throat> Not really, like like where I feel uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't really seem all that different. He's also he's so he's Great Pyrenees and Plat Hound, and his nose is in everything all the time. <laughs> so when he starts sniffing, that's it. That's what he's looking for. Yeah. He's um, more- unless a turkey falls out of a tree, which that happened before. Funniest thing I've ever freaking seen. <laughs> Thud. And it like ran off and the dog's like, I want it. I didn't know oh, they man. like fell from trees. I, I was like, Jesus. I well, only, I when want see that. It. only when they're ripe. <laughs> when, they're, when the turkey is finally ripe and it falls from the tree, you know it's Thanksgiving it time. Yeah. 
falls to the tree and runs to the table for Thanksgiving. That's exactly was how so Thanksgiving fun. was started. The Native Americans took the the white man to the, the turkey, turkey trees. <laughs> Um, and, uh, you know, they, they, that's where they, that's where it came from. Yes. I believe the Latin term for those trees are butterballus trees. <laughs> and yes. uh, the turkeys, yes. when they're fresh, they fall. So, and that's and why they make the butter turkeys. How at high Wiggins. up was this turkey? Um, well, they roost. They, they I, don't know. I like how everybody comes alive during the discussion of the turkey. <laughs> we're silently we're asking patient questions about Bigfoot. We're this, we're that. It's like, what a turkey fell out of a tree. And we all go nuts. So, how many Just of us have turkey. ADD here? All of us. None. Oh, I don't have ADD. I, I have enough for probably so all of us. Weird. I, got, I have y'all covered. Some of us are medicated for this too, and it still doesn't work. I'd like to yeah. point out once again the producers are the ones with ADD. <laughs> um, no, so they are fantastic at research, though. But the frequency thing, back back to like that uh, that frequency. I mean, it's it's. Uh, I have read things talking about like uh, old stories, like ancient stories. Native Americans talked about that Bigfoot was more than just. Um, wasn't just another animal in the woods. It right. was yeah. something else, and it was uh, metaphysical. It was it would, or uh, you know, it would change. It, it could bounce between different worlds. Like that was the idea with it. Right. I don't know if any of that's true. So hold on a it's, minute. This is what I was getting to with the turkey. How high up was the turkey in the tree? <laughs> and did this turkey just fall out of another dimension? That's that's what I'm getting at. It's an ultra dimensional turkey. <laughs> the butterball dimension. I mean, I saw the branch it shook when it came down. So I think that's just from where that's yeah, just, just where materialized and okay. a turkey okay. just <laughs> fell. Well, turkeys sleep and they, they nest. Do I I understand think that, I was going to have to yeah. look up while walking or the dog in the woods. Rather. I I didn't think I'd have to look for it, but apparently I do now. So now I'm looking for big feet and fallen turkeys. I don't know. Could There's a name for the podcast. Big feet and falling turkeys. I'm just going to write that turkeys. right now because that's going to be the name. And there's at least one person in the audience listening that goes, aha, when we get to this part. It's, it's probably there the it Canadian one. Hi. Hey. Oh, by the way, One there's two, two of them. There's, there might there's, be two now. Two? But did it just, did it, I'm sorry, sir, ma'am. Um, did they oh, listen Lord. twice? Well, now or we're not does it say there's anymore, two? Becca. You know what? You're, <laughs> you're exceeding my skills. Either ah. way, we appreciate our Canadian listeners. We appreciate all of our listeners. Yes, we do. We appreciate the fact that our two Canadian listeners have made us international now. <laughs> we are and an that international claim to fame. An international <laughs> so podcast. We, we, we love you all, but especially a huge thanks to our Canadian listeners whom Becca slightly insulted so earlier. She didn't insult uh, any of them. No, it's great to be international. Uh, oh, Canada man. counts. So, Yeah, I just I thought that was so wild. And then to kind of like pull this all together, right? So Brian tells me that story, and I'm like, eh, I don't know about this area. And then I see one, and I'm like, I don't even know if I can believe my own eyes. That's insane. Like, So a friend of mine, um, I like... I always got to take like a trip once a year, usually just by myself, just kind of got to take a solo trip and like run away from New York for a little bit and kind of get out and do something. And most people want to run away from New York. Yeah, and if I don't do it once a year, I'd start getting antsy and that like, I want to run away feeling. So, uh, so I, I was looking at, uh, these paranormal paracons, parafests type thing. And there was one in Ohio 
and I bought myself a ticket and then one of my friends said that she'd be really interested. I was like, well, let's do like a girl's weekend. Let's go. So I got us the VIP tickets. And part of that is, you know, you go, you listen to the speakers. And then the VIP part was, uh, you would have dinner with one of the speakers. They would sit at your table and get to hang out. So our table, we got a guy who came, sat down, um, one of the speakers, he was absolutely fantastic. His name is Tim. Um, super cool guy. And we get to chit chat in and, uh, I, I forget how we jumped on the Bigfoot story. We were talking mostly spooky ghost stories and, and I was like, Oh yeah, Bigfoot. We start talking about that. And he goes, yeah. Um, the case that we talked about actually, uh, was in Ontario and I was uh, like on Ontario Lake. And so during his and his partner's talk, they, um, were kind of talking all along, uh, Lake Ontario and, uh, the spooky things uh-huh. that are kind of around there. They got a book out. And, um, one of the stories was that there was an old woman that kind of lived in this town and she would say that she was feeding a Bigfoot. So she would go to the market and kind of <laughs> get all these veggies and stuff. And she would dump them on the edge of her property. And, um, this big, massive kind of black, brown shaggy thing wouldn't come out and she would see it once in a while and kind of bed down right in the tall grass there and then it would leave so she was feeding it and as long as she fed it it was fine didn't you know knock or do anything too crazy are you feeding your big so we're not yet but we talked about it so we're going to be leaving little trinkets and stuff um because he's flipping the house i am not there um i can't be in the house more than like 15 minutes i break out in hives because all the dust and the Mm. insulation all of it's all pretty open and my dog's dumb and will like eat drywall and stuff so um (laughs) (laughs) it's his favorite snack so uh we we haven't been staying there but um Definitely, once it starts getting finished, I, I was thinking we were talking about uh, setting something up and c- trying to leave a gift for Bigfoot and see if, you know, we hear that they reciprocate. So we want to see if we can try and do that. But uh, it just leaves I us left, like a little acorn. I left some beef jerky, according to the commercials. <laughs> the Bigfoot loves it. And then you come back, it's like, Bigfoot left me some a turd on a leaf. <laughs> I'm curious, are you going to set up like um, a camera out? Side? Yeah, so he has trail cams all over the place. That's and sort of disingenuous. Kind of like, hey, Bigfoot, we're going to leave you something nice. Click, click. Take a picture. Um, they go missing. They, oh. they get taken off the tree. Yeah. So as cams? a thank you for like letting me live there. This was before we were dating when I was living there. Um, as like a thank you, I he had one of his like trail cams stolen. And he was like, man, I'm, he was like really bummed out about it. And so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna go. Start. I'm gonna get him like a nice trail cam. He'll like that. That'll be like a good thank you. And I got it for him. And I don't even know if that one's still up, but they just get snatched out of the trees. Don't really know why. There's not like there's that many people walking back no, there. Def- I mean, it's him and his not. neighbor and his neighbor's son when he like comes to visit and stuff. But that's it. And like they're nice guys. Like they're great neighbors. They're they're not Have gonna they steal had any? trail cams. Did you ever ask them if they've had any uh, sightings? I haven't, and Brian's like super antisocial, so um, I don't want to say antisocial, <laughs> but he's super, uh, what's the word, extra introvert. Um, <laughs> he's very introverted. Well, he's also, the. So I mean, that's really kind of like why them, but... he's not on the show, too, is he's also 
very limited. He doesn't want to like get his name out there associated to something yeah. that he doesn't yeah. know. And I mean, the rest of us, we just don't fucking care. Yeah. Um, but it's not that I don't care. It's, it's interesting <laughs> stuff. We're, oh, we're here to whether yeah. whether or not these things are real happenings and all that. We're more about just sharing stories and. No, I get that. And, all I'm but, saying is I'm no, not I, like right. I'm putting our jobs on the line. No, oh or something. yeah, there yeah, are, yeah. There yeah. are jobs. It's like. You know, for example, if you're a, like, hey, I'm I'm a neurosurgeon, and I also happen to have trail cams everywhere because of my Bigfoot sightings. <laughs> and they're like, maybe I like, don't want you poking I, my brain. I don't needs. think you're the one qualified <laughs> to to be touching my brain. Um, or yeah. maybe they're the most qualified. I'm oh. going to twiddle around yeah. with this pin, and then you're going to talk to things. I would be, you're going to see Bigfoot too. <laughs> I would be the worst neurosurgeon because I'm like zapping that one part of the brain that like makes you raise your hand, like using you as a puppet. <laughs> yes. Like, hey, nurse, check this out. Hey, guys, this is <laughs> modern. Why are you hitting yourself? Modern yeah. weekend at Bernie's. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd be terrible for that. But yeah, so um, I, I was telling him that story, and he was like, "Oh, that's really interesting. That's really interesting." And um, oh, so yeah, the old lady would kind of feed it out by the yard. Um, she ended up either passing or moving or something. Um, didn't have the house. New woman and her daughter moves in the house. Some spooky things start happening outside. They start hearing noises, banging, stuff like that. And the locals who kind of thought the old lady was a kook, they were like, oh, I guess you got to feed the Bigfoot. And she was like, excuse me? And they're like, yeah, you got to feed your Bigfoot. That wasn't in the deed. So... They left him some Snickers. This, this no, was not in the property disclosure. I'm just <laughs> yeah. throwing that out there. <laughs> left left him some beef jerky. For real. So they went down, got some veggies. They started leaving it. And sure enough, thing would come bed down, kind of hang out for a little bit, eat some food, and then it would be gone. Gone so months. I would wonder if Bigfoot would prefer an air it? mattress. Uh, <laughs> I, I don't remember if he said that they saw it. If they did, I don't think they ever got like a clear shot of it, like a clear, gotcha. but see like a shoulder or a head or something, kind of okay. like walking away. They saw the it fur. Wasn't, like, Bigfoot sure. out there glamping. But no, no, set up a yurt. Not glamping. Not yurt. There's not gonna. (laughs) We got our own little cottage out here, so Bigfoot can take a nap. Oh, he might like that. You know what? You might actually be the first person to bring a Bigfoot to, you know, like get pictures and interviews with a Bigfoot if you build him a yurt. Throwing it out there. He might like it. Throwing it out there, people. So if you have a Bigfoot yurt. Please visit our website at uh, www.darkhollowpodcast.com. There we'd love is, pictures. Yeah, we'd love pictures. We'd also love to. We'd love to just see pictures of your your Bigfoot yurt. I want to be clear <laughs> as I specify this. Any listeners, we don't want to just get a whole bunch of pictures of your stupid yurts. <laughs> no, no, we do. No, we no, do. I don't just mean no, ran, like just random people like, hey, here's my yurt. I live in it six months out of the year because I'm eco friendly. Like we don't care. Like, but if you've got, <laughs> wow. but if you got, you are, we're listeners. making friends tonight. <laughs> well, listen, we're I just want to be, friends. I just want to be clear. No, you it, can send us pictures of your yurt. Sure. Show us be, a picture of your goddamn big yurt. Like, yeah. awesome. But it's it better yurt, be They're just going to tell you it's a Bigfoot yurt. You're going to be like, listen, oh, it's a Bigfoot yurt. If you send me pictures of a yurt, like, you better be also sh- sending me pictures of you attacking the Great Wall of China. Like, I want to <laughs> see your Mongol horde doing something. <laughs> Otherwise, there better be a big Bigfoot sleeping in that yurt. Maybe I want Maybe I my need some camping. ideas for my own yurt. Do you have a yurt? I don't. I know you don't. That's why I asked. You. <laughs> but I'm saying, if I get a yurt, do you do you plan do on you getting a yurt? a yurt? Number one, 
This is the most times the word yurt has been said <laughs> in this house or on any podcast in the world. I, I am willing 100%. to bet. I think once the word was said, it All was right, like... Guinness. You know when you say a word so many times over and over and over that it doesn't sound like that word anymore? Right. It just, it's wrong. It doesn't sound right. I feel like more like Seinfeld when they said salsa. Because everyone likes to say the word salsa. (laughs) Everybody likes to say say the word yurt. Yurt. Yurt is pretty fun. I say yurt. I'm going to answer for Rachel and say that we're not building a yurt. Thank you. We don't have a place (laughs) for a yurt. We have no interest in a yurt. I think we can build a yurt. There's no so big foot. So we potentially, he was talking about, um, he actually oh, cleared a little I, area back I, there. I know. He was thinking about putting like one of those little, um, you know, like the, Yurts? the, the not a yurt. <laughs> <laughs> no, the sheds that look like little mini she cabins sheds? type thing. Oh, oh sure, sure. Kind of sure. Something like that. Just something small back there to put it back there. So he was clearing out an area, but him and his cousins built yurts and stuff and they rent them out down. Penny you sure Anne you don't ways. want a yurt? Yes. So he can build one. They sure look pretty. Listen, I'm getting a sign that says, like, it's just going to say yurt, and it's going to have one of those, like, no smoking little line through it. (laughs) I'm just going to put it up here in the corner. So when people come in, they're going to be like, what the hell is that for? It's like, if you say the fucking word yurt, (laughs) I'm going to ask you to leave. We've (laughs) we've chewed through this season's uh, quota for yurt. Yes, any any As regulatory commission is going to say right. there's enough use of that word. Nope. I'm sorry, no more. But yes, yeah, so he he did say that around the like Ontario County area and like Ontario Lake, like this area, there have been sightings for sure. And so now I'm like, cool. Now right. I'm so the the first time the first time I ever really heard anything about uh, Sasquatch in this area was a buddy of mine was watching um, that Bigfoot Hunters, and he, he's a fan of the show. And, he you know, a lot of the guys I grew up with, they, we, we still all go camping and stuff. And he would go camping in some of these different areas, and he would do, have you heard, tree knocking? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. the idea that this is how Bigfoot communicates over long distances, <laughs> I don't know exactly how that works. Um, but you just whack a tree with a stick, right? No, no, I, I more mentioned it's hard. like is it doesn't need a special stick. Is this like a Verizon stick? Like you're communicating <laughs> long distances by beating a stick on a tree. But my buddy did it, and he actually had something do it back. Two miles now, away at some other redneck camp. Exactly. <laughs> and this is exactly oh, what I said. So to me. We all sure know me like I am. Tipping? No, I am. The, okay, I can tell you about cow tipping if you want. <laughs> no, we're, we're, we're already we're way off. No, no, I just want to clear this one because who knows when the next is. I, I'm going to say this because I know Rachel's saying it as a joke, but to all the listeners out there who did not grow up around livestock, you're not going to tip a cow. <laughs> First off. They don't sleep standing up, generally speaking. Number two, they're like over a thousand pounds. Not very typical. And they don't want to be tipped over. If I put a thousand pound table in front of you and said tip it over, you probably couldn't tip it over. Now make it not want to be tipped over and, <laughs> and putting up a fight. And alive. Yeah. It doesn't work like that. <laughs> anyway. Got a haunted thousand pound table. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so uh anyways no but um my like i've said before like i we all love the ideas of things but to be realistic like 
This wasn't out in the middle of nowhere where he was, you know, 45 miles from the nearest. Like, it was completely conceivable that some other... He wasn't, like, up in the middle of Adirondacks. Yeah, some, some other that. guy. Yeah. But he was he was out in a very rural setting. Like, and I mean, I, I as I recall, he was down, like, like out in, like, the, the back Naples area. Like, out where, quite honestly, someone responding was probably very rare. Like the chance that it was actually another person doing it is not that high, right? Um, I mean, there's a lot of hunting but, camps and stuff like that down but, that way too. But this wasn't like hunting season. This was no, no. But people, I mean, sure. people use those in it, the summer. And, and listen, I'm not saying I 100 percent would. If you could easily dismiss it and say it was just someone else doing back to you what you were doing, I mean, 100 percent, I get it. But at the same time, there was also that possibility that, that it, it was not a weird right. thing. No. Um, I mean, if I went right now. If we walked out in the woods and hiked all the way in the back and started hitting on a tree with a log, there's a, not a lot of people around right now that are going to answer back. That's true. Yeah. So well, if let's all of pack a sudden, it up and go hit a, hit a tree with a log. <laughs> yes. <laughs> that is the best, the, the best trip. we could do. Field trip. <laughs> Grab the microphone. We got to go. The next, the next 35 minutes were them just huffing and just puffing into a microphone. <laughs> Jesus, that sucks. Hitting a tree with a stick and then coming back. <laughs> Bigfoot responded immediately in Morse code. Instantly, we knew what was going on. No. So I, I don't know. I mean, I've heard that from people. I don't know where that originated from. I don't know the, if anybody that like the tree knocking, knocking and I've, all that. Isn't it, I have I, no didn't idea. Didn't like Native Americans talk about it? And so I thought that not was that like, I ever heard. Of, no? and I'm not saying that they did. I'm, I'm not just spoken saying me to personally. I don't know anyone in terms of that. Interesting. I don't know. No, yeah. Don't know. Now that's curious. Note we're gonna to have self. to. I know that's in that, general. You said earlier. You know. You always think of the Pacific Northwest when you're talking about uh, Bigfoot. And I remember way back when we were doing our. Uh, really getting into the spooky here and yeah. uh, getting that group together from work. I, I, I remember somewhere down central New York uh, or northern central New York, I guess, uh, Adirondack area was the first time I had read something about, you know, a more local Bigfoot sighting. And that was kind of a kind of a wake up there. Like, wait a minute. I thought this was all like out in Oregon. And yeah, that's what Washington I thought. State. I mean, it. If there was anything on this side, I would figure it would be like in the Catskills or Adirondacks, right. which I mean, we're, I don't even know how far away were you from the Adirondacks, like three hours. Yeah. I know Catskills me. is about yeah. three hours because that's where I picked up Marlo and that was a long drive. But, you know, going down there, like Appalachia, there's weird shit that goes on down there. So like, it wouldn't a, surprise that's a me. Whole, we could do a whole season Yo, of stuff that, that place is going on shit out of me. Uh, but down that way. I would have never thought like our little area has some big feats walking around. <laughs> no, I, I believe it. I believe that there is more stuff around here. Um, oh, I and especially, wholeheartedly believe it now. Well, well, especially because like so many people talk about like different areas where there's like people. It's it's not like, I mean, especially in this day and age, it's, I know it sounds weird, but people buy their homes to live in their homes and spend almost all of their time in their homes. Wait, it's, is that weird? Well, it, it is in the sense, like, like I want you to think I'm about such this. Such a hermit, like that. that no, sounds I, I think the point is <laughs> that people spend more time indoors in their homes versus, oh yeah, like, yeah. buying that's, that's a chunk of I'm property saying. and like, spending it outside. Most, gotcha. If you go back, like, I mean, if you go back 
way back before television. Before, you lived in your house to protect you from the elements, keep you warm when it was cold, keep the bears from mauling you while, or possibly big feet while you were sleeping. Yeah. And then the rest of your time was outside. You're, you're, you were always outside. Yeah. God, even now, when we were kids, we were always playing in the woods. Right. But now kids play video games. Kids, they're not out in the wilderness. They're not out doing things outside. Just yeah. people in general. Most people aren't. They're out just doing, or they're inside playing their video games or doing all this stuff. So, I mean, honestly, you could have a semi-rural area. It's not even as far out as we are. Where you could have literally a Bigfoot walk between two houses and nobody would know because they're too busy watching Netflix. Yeah. The alien ship lands in the backyard and goes unnoticed. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But you yeah. know what? How often would that happen? How often uh, would what happen? I have no no way of measuring it, it, that. But <laughs> it makes you wonder how often that happens. Oh, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. How many times does a UFO fly oh. over somebody's house and they're like, no, we weren't outside around a bonfire. I was inside watching 10 hours of bonfire on my television while I was uh, <laughs> listening no, to this podcast. you get idiots like me that are yeah. chasing planets that are still in the sky. No, we're done talking about that. That never you happened. You are not the only one who did that. that, that it was. Rachel was the funny. only one that ever did that, and we don't talk about it for her sake. <laughs> Just for her sake. <laughs> No, oh, I just thought my. that was wild, and so now I'm very interested. So if any of our listeners are, are around New York area, or if you're in an area that maybe you don't think a Bigfoot might be, like but Canada. maybe you saw one, or, ooh, Canadian Bigfeet. <gasps> it's like Canadian bacon. It's like ham, only better somehow. Is that where oh Canadian bacon comes from? Canada? Yes. No, 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 no. Bigfoot. <laughs> Bigfoot. <laughs> I know where Canadian bacon comes from. I was talking about Bigfoot. I it don't. comes they, from a pig. They have a secret. Stop <laughs> killing my vibe. Does it, does it come from a pig they or does have, it come from Bigfoot? <gasps> that's what I'm wondering. Oh, and no. What, and what would be the... And what would be the the round, small meat that would be... Oh, no, my God. This whole no. time it's been Bigfoot dick. No. <laughs> oh, my God. And we're done. <laughs> no, there's... This is supposed to all happen before the show. No, no, no. Listen. No, there... So, so the idea that there is something going around, that there is stuff like that... I mean, I, I fully but think people, people don't also see stuff. Oblivious in general. I mean, they oh, could be outside absolutely. and completely miss it too well yeah what was so. the thing that you were talking about like with the tree shaking and stuff it wasn't some of oh, that that's right you weren't thought. here for no i wasn't there for that one but a lot of people have like these bigfoot stories and they I say bet that you wish you were though they say, i do i was bummed out i missed that one <laughs> but, <No>. uh, <laughs> but it, is that part of the tree but shaking? The, like they don't they don't see anything but they see it move like all i can think of out of my head right now is like the predator oh <laughs> yes. Well, yeah i just watched yes. predator and prey or whatever that movie was and like you see them kind of that good. clear you see through it and they like walk by is that a turkey falling from a tree no i just want to be clear the turkey falling out of the tree and the sound of the predator was just a turkey at a slower pace it was like so that was the sound of the wavy um visuals well so 
<laughs> I'm trying so hard. So did, did you guys all watch um, Missing 411, The Hunted? We talked about yes. a little oh, bit. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. So do you remember in that there was one part where the woman is talking about watching this thing? It looked yes. like cellophane spread yes. from the tree. Yes. That's the tree. what I was thinking of. Yep. That's something after I watched that, it actually made the hair stand up on my arms because it was one of those things. Like I, I've always, so I've hunted a lot. And there is a thing that happens where um, it, the, the term for it is when you're raccoon hunting. They used to call them ghost coons, where you'd be out coon hunting and you would put, the dog would put to something like it was there. And it would tree and it would act like it had a raccoon in that tree or it would act like there was a raccoon right in front of it. And, and there's just you would look, there's nothing and you're shining a light and there's nothing around. And there's a lot of, listen, there's a lot of things that people can say. Like, let's be honest. The dog could just have a a particularly strong scent and think that it's right there. Um, There could be a ton of different reasons. But when you're doing it, when you're hunting, and for all of my redneck brethren out there that do this still, we've all had it happen to us. There is something else going on, whether you want to admit it or not. Something, it's just something odd, whatever. But it always started this conversation. I remember telling people this before. Now, now I want to be clear as I say this. This is just an example. It is not an actual belief, right? But we understand that we have a light spectrum that we can see, mm-hmm. yeah. right? We have the spectrum that is uh, above what we can see in the ultraviolet range. Mm-hmm. Yep. There is the spectrum below where we can see, the infrared range. And in that range is where, like, the heat, you know? So yeah. we all understand that. Who is to say that something doesn't exist that is beyond our light spectrum? That, and, and this is the example, and I always say it to be comical. It is a stupid thing. An invisible squirrel. You're sitting there, and you know, me and, me and Butters talked about this before, squirrels are one of the loudest things. When you're hunting, you'll yeah. think it is a pack of wild boar, and it's one squirrel. <laughs> it's an elephant through and, the woods. It has to be. You look at it. It's and a I have, tiny squirrel from Ice Age trying to bury its But I've corn. also said... Right. That is me. But I've, but I've also like, sat there. So loud? It's me. But I've honestly sat there, and I have seen things like transpire where there's a ton of brush shaking you're waiting for it you think it's going to be a squirrel and nothing comes out or you think it's going to be a deer and nothing and you're sitting there from an elevated position watching this going there is clearly nothing like the the branches are moving i'm seeing this thing shake there should be something there and it's not and so you rationalize it away well maybe it went in a hole in the ground maybe and there is and that's all very realistic yeah but the example i'm not i'm giving is not because i believe this to be true it's just to make you think yeah. You could have an animal like a squirrel that its fur somehow, whatever, it does not, it, 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 it is outside of our realm of view. It is invisible to us. And it could scamper along a tree next to you and you go, what the hell was that noise? And there's nothing up there. You go, eh, must have just been the wind. But it wasn't the wind. Government it was whatever this, whatever this invisible animal was. The idea being... And as I keep saying, because I don't want people listening to think I'm insane, I don't believe that is a true thing. I'm using it as an example to say that there is so much more that we don't understand. I'm just going to start calling things government squirrels. Government squirrels? Well, what is that shaking? It's the government squirrels. Well, it is possible. Uh, I think Rick and Morty actually covered that one time as far as the squirrels. No, it's... uh, But 
that that's my whole point it's like is there something more to it is there just something that exists outside of our visual spectrum that you're raccoon hunting and that dog gets on it and that dog knows it's there that dog can smell it i can't see it maybe the dog can see it for all i know the raccoon broke into hogwarts and stole that cloak <laughs> the, the visibility cloak yeah got caught up in it so now no, this kind no, of brings we're talking us... about harry potter i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> this this kind of brings us back to to Sam Squanch. <laughs> <laughs> with what? It's oh, with the idea that he's gone and yes. disappears. Yes. Right. Yeah. So if he's transdimensional or whatever we call it, um, who's to say that An other terrestrial? An- Excuse me. Yes. <laughs> who's to say that other animals he would still love him if he was trans? Can't go in and out of dimensions as well. Did you really just go there? <laughs> I did. It's still too fresh. Listen, if you say anything wrong, liberals will attack us or conservatives will attack us. So just, we're not talking about trans-dimensional. Yo, she brought it up. Trying to bring I'm just up, saying. Just the there is no politics we on this show. We are loving people. I know. We love the, all people no matter what they think. Well. Kind of. Yeah, except for, <laughs> except for flat earthers. We talked about there, them before. There are some crazies. Oh. I love how Butters rolls his eyes every time I say anything <laughs> against flat earthers because he doesn't want to annex those nut jobs. I but don't. I, I sit there and I go, I don't care. <laughs> Prove to me it's flat. Prove like, no. Thianth is the work of the devil. I won't use Thianth to prove it's flat. I just know it is. Like, okay, we're done. I mean, like, I okay, realize you, know. you sound like the Vatican in the, the Dark Ages. Science is the devil and all that. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but all I'm... Oh, all I'm saying is I don't want to alienate. Yeah. Um, but again, back to that. I'm just it's a it's a cool book. If you have interest in it, check it out. I'm currently working on it. Again? I'm not through it. It's called the Eighth Tower. The Eighth Tower. It's the Eighth Tower on Ultra Terrestrials and the Super Spectrum. It's written by uh, John Keel, who did the Mothman prophecies. Oh, okay. I knew that it name also was happens familiar. he yeah. was born in Hornell, New York. Oh, so stop. Local really? history. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Neato. Uh, but there's a, he's got a lot of books that, are, that you know, I'm going to end up adding to the collection here. But that's the one I started with. That was one I was su- suggested to start with. And now it, I've got new bedtime stories. <laughs> <laughs> Spooky. Yeah, ask. I can't do Harry that. Harry Potter is if one of them. He just brought stuff. that book up, too. No, I don't want <laughs> Harry Potter. I want to I wanna listen about the Eighth Tower. Don't chase away our listeners. There's a lot of Harry Potter fans out there. I'm also not saying there's any flat earthers out there too. Don't chase them away. It's flat earthers. They can listen to us. Uh, yes, please listen to present, us. Just don't tell us about listen. the earth being flat. Present <laughs> arguments that make sense. That's You're all right. I'm you know what? I'm sorry. I I have learned from my ways. Flat earthers. I think we should be friends all around this world. <laughs> uh, all, all around the globe. All ar- all around this globe of ours. We should all be friends. Oh my god. I mean I don't buy it either. I'm just saying. I know, I know. I just I can't no. There's no no. <laughs> just no. Too oh funny. my goodness. Fo the thionth. So yeah, that's my Sasquatch story. I'm sticking to it. it no, it's a good story. I mean I it's... wanna know I definitely want to see more, but the other part of me is like, I don't I wanna know more when I you do. guys start feeding it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah we are yeah, definitely. And I, I want to know if the trail cams, like if we put up trail cams, if they stay. Um, yeah, if we can get them to freaking stay. Um, um, but yeah, any photos we get that seem odd or anything like that. And I want a picture of your them. yurt. We, <laughs> we should start a Patreon so that we can get those trail cameras that 
uh, send you the pictures immediately when they. Yes. Oh, that'd be off. nice too. Yeah. Get the old. Uh, and then we can see who the hell's taking cell it. Cell service. Yeah. Watch that be a squirrel. Phone. It's the government squirrels. Yeah, oh, damn the, government the squirrels, squirrels are. They've taken them so that they can keep an eye on us. <laughs> yeah. Well, exactly. that doesn't surprise me. Oh, but that, that's. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how I'd re- I would react in that particular situation. That's. I mean, I really just kind of had to sit and stare for a while, and then when it clicked, it, it I wasn't scared until it went out of my sight behind the barn. Because then immediately my next thought is, he's gonna it get could me. take off running to the other side of the barn, and we'd be screwed. So that's why I was like, we got to go. We're going inside. We're going inside. Yeah. And the dog so that, was like ripping my arm off, like but that trying was really to get the- it, so... Outside of the dog's reaction, that was really the only time, the only discomfort was when it was out of sight. It didn't like. Yeah, that's the the only time. And I think that's when it clicked of like, yo, you don't know what you just saw. You don't know what that was. So don't mess with it. That's interesting to me. That kind of begs the question as to whether it was because you didn't know what it was. But like the hair wasn't like standing up on the back of your neck when you saw it. Yeah, no, so and, and like just, no awful smells. No, there there wasn't anything. It just it almost kind of looked like the 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 wispy ghost, but it's right. not as wispy. Yeah, <laughs> like it, it it looked solid, just blurry. So I've never yeah. seen anything like that. I will okay. tell you when I was down in uh, I, I went to school in college uh, in Florida, and one of the guys that I was down there with. And you got to remember, this was 2005, so this was kind of... It's not pre-internet by any means, but we didn't have smartphones. Or um, He wound up going out on a, a, a wild like a wild boar hunt out in the swamps. And, I, I mean, I, he was only out there for a short while because the mosquitoes almost carried him away, of course. <laughs> but he had pictures of, um, like, they were... Uh, if I recall, they were three-toed but like footprints in the swamp. And I might be wrong on the three-toed. I'm I'm having a hard time. Like I said, this is 20 years almost, but he had just pictures on his little flip phone. Yeah. And um, he didn't know what they were for. And, but people down there were like, Oh, that's a skunk ape. And they used it. And it's kind of, it's supposed to be something related to like a Sasquatch, but it's down there version. And they're the ones that you would smell. Because yes, they're, they're, they're extra stinky. But yes. look at the water that they're in down there too. Like Dirty. we got swamps and stuff up here, but Filth. not, not like, like that. that. No. Filthy water. Not like that. Yes, yeah, that that's the truth. Also, don't have mosquitoes like that either. Or uh, God, yeah. do they the dragonflies and whatnot? Alligators and crocodiles and tigers it's and bears the footsteps that he that he took a picture of were they like you could tell it was like a bipedal thing i'm thinking like yes. a gator with a missing no toe no it was there. it was like but like feet two well, like two feet walking going, yeah huh. it was it was cool and he said he tracked it for a little while but he was just getting eaten alive with mosquitoes so it he was uh Dobie. it was what? i guess it's better than getting Dobie eaten missing with... a sock oh my god <laughs> I guess getting eaten alive by the mosquitoes is better than getting eaten alive by the skunk ape. Uh, yeah, I, don't, I, don't I would know. vouch for that. Um, mosquitoes are are pretty rough, but not skunk ape jaws. Well, I I, I I've almost <laughs> rather be taken out completely than uh, be eaten alive by mosquitoes. <laughs> that is also kind of fair. I swell up like a balloon. Yeah, yep, same. It's bad. I don't. 
hate it. Mosquitoes don't even try biting through my thick hide. I was going to say they'd break their little noses or whatever Dang it is. Dang straight they would. <laughs> their little needles. Yeah. Needles. So I guess, I mean, I guess, I suppose every region has their own uh, story of Bigfoot type. Yeah. Um, you know, I used to have a book. Uh, I Cryptid. can't find it. I was looking for it. Um, it was a guy who told a story about being, he called it, if I recall, no, I read this years ago. Um, he encountered a primate while he was in Vietnam during the war, and he shot it, and he claimed he shot it numerous times, and it kept coming at him and his men. Oh, no. And they, he referred to it as just a big yellow. That's what they called it, was this big yellow, like, and he said it was like a, a Bigfoot. Um, and, and I'm talking, when I say I've read this, like this was more than 20 years ago, I read it and I cannot find that book. I've lost it since I, then. I mean, but, I've heard stories of the same thing. Right. Uh, I'm curious though. I want to hear what other people in other regions have well, compared to what we have up here. Um, yeah. There's the abominable snowman. There's Yeti. Yeah. All, all of, I mean, there's tons of different stories about it. I mean, and it's so funny to me that so many people are easily... They're, they're ready to throw out witness statements and things like, oh, it can't exist. It's like, until, what was it, 1927, the panda bear was like Bigfoot. People were like, oh, no, there's this black bear with white on it. And everyone's like, no, there's not. Oh, there's yeah. no, there's, there's tons there's of no stuff way. that they still find. And that was know, discovered. Wanna... And now we have them in a zoo, which yeah. just harkens to the ideas. In 100 years, will people be like, remember a time when those idiots actually did podcasts talking about a mystery Bigfoot? <laughs> I was just down feeding one a carrot the other day. <laughs> Watching it roll around while it chucked bamboo sticks through it. No, uh, it's it's funny, though, that you mentioned that because, again, when when we kind of came up with this topic and Becca was going to tell the story, uh, I, I just, you know, went on the internet and I looked it up and one of the first things that came up is like, why so many people still believe in Bigfoot? It's like, you know, I, I don't. Well, it's because know. a lot. Of, I think a lot of the people that shoot it down are just people. Number one, that have never seen anything, which understood. But it's also the people on the outside, and this is the one I love. It's the same type of people who look at our ancestors and will say something like, "Well, yeah, of course they believed things back then. They weren't educated. They they believed in a Bigfoot back then." And <laughs> yeah, you're like, like, "You know everything," so, and you just look at me yeah. like, "So let me see if I get this straight." Back in a time where people lived completely in the woods that could track animals knew by Lived whatever was around yeah. knew what it was they couldn't tell the difference between a black bear and a bigfoot well they didn't have wikipedia well, so how could they possibly here, here's the thing is how did we get our information hello right but but what i mean is by the same token here we are today and i think a lot of it is you get someone i remember talking to a guy who was from the city who literally asked me he goes, I don't understand how you guys... He goes, I was riding with someone that... Whoever lived around here. He goes, they pointed it out and they're like, oh yeah, take a look at those cows. Or he goes, I don't even understand how you guys can tell the difference. I can't even tell the difference between a cow and a horse out in a pasture. What? Well, yeah. but, but once again, we laugh at that. I'm not from a city. Right. If I walk into New York City, I'm completely lost within seconds because buildings all look the same to me. Yeah, I don't know fair. to look for the subtle differences that, that someone from that city knows to look for. Yeah, that's very and, fair. And so like, people come from New York City out here and they're so like... So you know if it's saddled up, it's definitely a cow. Well, yes. <laughs> 
Also, no, for those no. listening, New York is not just New York City. Well, I, I got that a lot when I lived in Texas. When I oh, lived yeah. in Texas, it was like, oh, you're from New York. So the whole entire state's New York City. No, 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 no. no. We yeah. actually have not farmland. We're, so, we're from the side with the, trees. The, the yeah. part of New York we're in doesn't appreciate the city. <laughs> we appreciate the city because we love their listeners. Oh, yes. My bad. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I get, became I get, the very thing I fought. I get chastised for throwing out people that believe the Earth's flat, and this one's like, "You live in a city, we don't like you." I, I didn't I've say we New don't York like city. people that live in the city. I said we just don't like the city. I, well, we're not I, we're not city listen, people, but right. it is yeah. a beautiful place. We went there and visited. It's fun. You and me, we saw some crazy things. It's fun. I could only go uh, for the, like the time before it's like you know overwhelming. Yeah, like it, uh, for me, it was about an hour, but it was it was cool. There was a lot of cool no, stuff to see. Oh, but I was I'm lost. I'm actually the type of person that I I'm just guide. I'm in awe when I'm in a city. I I love bouncing around and seeing the different structures it, and all. It that. was oh, no. very cool. I'm in there full some... panic attack mode, and I just yes. put my blinders on and grab on to like <laughs> Brian's whatever the randomest arm, person and I'm just is. like, just take me, just take me someplace, like get me out of here. But it was nice when we went down to the city because COVID was still a thing. So we got off at Union Station. We were the only two people there for the entire time until we waited <laughs> for the next train. And then, like, you get on the next train, and there's like six people, including us, oh, in man. the thing. And it's like, this is nice. I'll, that, I'll come to the city if this is that how it is. That was not my experience <laughs> not with New York City. My experience no. with New York City was a dear friend of mine and Butters was getting married, and I was his best man. Oh, boy. But he decided that he was going to plan out his his bachelor party and he is um I mean, he had a couple he, right he had one and then we had the close yeah, i mean friends. he's like an yeah. okay so to give you an idea of something if you go to his man cave and people i'm using air quotes <laughs> his man cave if you were gonna if someone was like looking in his windows to break in they would look at like his man cave and open it and be like oh well this is his eight-year-old son's bedroom <laughs> because it's just like comic books and toys and like like he is i like comic books yeah, but it's like Big Bang Theory times ten. Tell me his his man cave wasn't you're, like that. You're not wrong. And so, <laughs> and so, his I mean his wedding, he had an inflatable Spider Man, that was perched up above <laughs> that he had pictures. Remember taken with him standing below it, like looking up, like Spider Man was watching over him. Oh no! So, okay, ours so wasn't his, that bad. His bachelor party. <laughs> Was we all went to Comic Con in New York City? Oh my! It was God. now awesome. Wait, wait, wait! It wait. was. I, this is my I, story time, sir. <laughs> I know you didn't enjoy it. It was. It was. This, it was awesome. This is so. We know me, who uh -huh. who grew up on a farm, who is like never been in the largest city at this point I've ever been in. I think was Buffalo. <laughs> I go down there, and I still remember we're driving. And we get to this part where we're coming like over a hill and there's trees on both sides of the road. But straight ahead, I can see the city like for the first time. There's New York City at a distance. Panic attack. And it's like, wow. It's just look. floating on the water. But I'm like, look at that. It is massive. Oh, my God. And then all of a sudden we crested over the hill and the trees were gone. And I was only looking at smaller than the windshield coming up through the trees. Now... It was as far to the right and the left as I could look was yeah. this skyline. And I'm like, oh, my God, where are we going? <laughs> and then we got there and uh, or we got we stayed in New Jersey, stayed in New Jersey. And then we got off 
and, or we got on a bus and went into New York City. So we're yeah. on this bus, which, by the way, bus drivers in New York City deserve every medal, every <laughs> oh God, raise. Like, we insane. give soldiers medals that, honestly, those New York City bus drivers deserve. They should. I don't know how they navigate the people walking that are trying, apparently, to get crushed by their buses. I don't. So anyways, <laughs> so we get off this bus, and we, where were we? What's, uh, was it Times Square or something? Like, because we were right there. Uh, it was the Javits Center. It was uh, no, Madison but, Square Garden. Is that where we got dropped off? Yes. I don't. We got so, dropped off right there. The so, night that we wandered around, we made it to uh, right. Times, Times Square. So we walk out and like, and I know this is where I'm from. Everybody listening, laugh. That's fine. I look to my left, and there is just this intersection after intersection, next intersection. Then you can see the next intersection. Just thousands of people walking around in all these cars. I'm like, oh my, this is the most people I've ever seen in my life. And I turn and I look to my right and it's the same thing going in the other direction. And so I'm sitting there, I'm like, I'm used to this area. I'm like, okay, when we walk up to this corner, I'm going to look to my left and behind these buildings are going to be the trees and the woods because that's (laughs) this strip. And I, I look and it's like, to me, a mirror of what I just saw. I'm in that movie where everywhere I look, it's the same rows of people. And I remember like I almost had, and I've never had one in my life. It was almost like a panic attack. I'm like, there's there's not even a tree around here. Did you guys, How's yeah, the air? It's <gasps> too much. Did you guys get to experience Wall Street? Like No. Oh no. Oh that I don't chaos. even know what that well, this was this was enough for we me. We had enough and, chaos between Right, right where we were, and there. then of course we that went was... to we went to Comic Con, and now keep in mind, I don't, I I think I've read one comic book in my life. Like I'm not <laughs> knocking anybody. You do your thing, do what makes you happy, but I've never done. I wasn't into comic books, so I don't know any of the characters. I don't watch. I mean, I've watched the Marvel movies now and stuff, but right back then, I don't think I'd watched really any of them. So this is completely out of my element. And then we walk into this giant center that's like three stories, packed. With thousands of people dressed as these characters, just wandering around. I mean, it was, it was hell to me. <laughs> because I'm like, why is why is this guy dressed is like you know like in this white ninja outfit staring at me? I didn't know anything. Didn't understand any part of it. So for me, there was now taking that taking that into account there was some really cool things to see once i got used to it there there was some neat stuff it just wasn't my thing right i'm not saying it wasn't an awesome time everybody that was there all you nerds loved it <laughs> <laughs> no but seriously all the guys we went with loved it they had an absolute blast it, for it me fun. it's just it wasn't my thing i loved seeing the artwork downstairs it was all like that, the up and coming artists yes. that did their own comic books you could talk to them that was yeah, fun yeah there's a lot of Cool stuff. Yeah, that was cool. Just I, the rest got, of it wasn't. I got you a bunch of people. prints from some of those guys too. Yes, uh, which are amazing. Yeah, I got a yeah. bunch of stuff for my horrible ex. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Womp womp. Yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> yes. <Amazing>. So, anyways, <laughs> that was completely <laughs> off topic of paranormal, but completely off topic. Well, again, we'd like to thank each and every one of our listeners for tuning in and joining us through our nonsense, our ADD. And our spooky stories. So and, if you're a fan, everyone is welcome. Everyone is welcome. Absolutely. Uh huh. <laughs> Except for Joe doesn't like flat earthers. Listen, I like you as a people because I'm a good person and I love everybody. Just don't try to tell me you're 
theories. <laughs> so we can see how I edited that right there. So I'm throwing good. up. We can respect your your differences. No. <laughs> well, that does it tonight we for can, the. Yeah, <laughs> for we the can Dark respect Hollow that podcast. there is a difference. <laughs> If you like, uh, if you like to listen to our banter and join us at our digital campfire, uh, we'll have new content weekly on Fridays. So give us a like, give us a share, uh, look us up on social media. We're still working on some stuff uh, to get out there. And again, thank you for listening. And until next time, take care. And don't be scared. Mm-hmm.